0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. A very different uh, intro today, uh, just because I like it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, It's from uh, Interstellar. So, for those people that have ever watched that, you'll know exactly Mm -hmm. what the track is. Um, I'm joined by, once again, Annie. So, put your hands together for Annie. Yes, it's lovely. (laughs) <laughs> it's like I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just expecting that there's other people in this room besides you and me. I was waiting for the button. Um, so was I. I'm thinking, uh, shouldn't I be <laughs> pressing a button? I love um, everyone. So what are we going to be talking about today?
1: Today we're going to be talking about the science of death. So mm, so we're going to be delving into um, what happens when you die Yeah. Um, sci- scientifically, not afterlife and everything like that. Yeah. Um process of of decomposition and stages mm-hmm. and how different circumstances affect those stages.
0: Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Well do you wanna start off with something? Like Yeah.
1: I was hoping <laughs> you would.
0: <laughs> um I guess it all comes down to um you know where where someone has passed mm-hmm. uh at the time. ...and what conditions are around them Mm -hmm. will play a big thing uh, to anybody breaking down. Um, So obviously if you're in a very moist type area or, you know, especially foresty type areas Mm -hmm. um, in a home... um, where not much sunlight goes there, you, you're probably more likely to have mould and mildew around.
1: Is that also does that happen if you pass away in a particularly humid area?
0: Oh yeah, humid. Humid can be like that too. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Um, the other thing it all comes down to as well is um, the <sighs> what other factors like. Um, ...you know, are you in an area of where rodents and everything are like animals... Mm -hmm. ...and did you pass outside, did you pass inside, like lots of things with that. Mm -hmm. Um, We did talk about in one episode about body farms. And the whole purpose of body farms is to be able to determine... ...how the body reacts to certain things... Mm -hmm. ...when, you know, when it's exposed to these certain things. So... You know, you could have three people that have passed away uh, in the same location but their body is going to react very differently to A, just how their body is made up, um, what medication that they may have been on at the time um, and, yeah, like what did that person eat? Mm. You know, I mean, I know that sounds a little bit weird but if they've had something that's really acidy or they've had something that's... um, you know, really spicy and things like mm-hmm. a spicy meatball, <laughs> <laughs> then you know it's more likely that the body will start to decompose quicker mm. in the stomach.
1: And well, because the first, and I just learned this, the first um, sort of stages of decomposition include mm. self digestion. So mm, that sounds mm.
0: interesting, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: So I guess your body reacting with a whatever's already in your stomach that it's digesting, and also, you yeah. know,
0: the thing the thing is too is that you can't, you know, it's acid, and the when the body is not fighting for itself anymore, that acid just doesn't, mm. you know, oh yeah, we'll just let it go. No, 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 no. It'll start to. ...you know, the, the, the whole reason why it doesn't attack your, your stomach wall... ...is because the body's got that barrier up. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the bowel. As soon as that happens then it's like, yeah, the body will start to internally break down. Um, and a lot of families um, have had, you know, when you hear of multi-organ failure... ...all those type of things is when the body is starting to, to break down... ...before the person has even passed away. Mm-hmm. ...you know, the kidneys aren't working, the liver's not working, this isn't working... ...then then the brain goes into meltdown and says, hey, we've got to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to shut everything down. Um, yeah, so I think, I think when it comes to, you know, because we do get asked... ...you know, people say, oh, well, you know, is death all the same? It's not. And... ...I could see someone today that comes into our care and I think, oh yeah, they, they look okay. Um, I may not do the preparation that day, do the preparation the next day... ...and I come back and I go, mm, yeah, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's happened very quickly.
1: And there's different things that you, you then have to Yeah. do different things when you're doing the
0: prep. Yeah, my my biggest thing is as soon as someone really comes into our care... ...we should be then prepping that person... Um, but then, you know, we've got to be mindful too... ...that if we're going to be starting to to aspirate someone or anything else like that... ...that we then don't get told that that person needs to go to the coroner's. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the other big thing. You know, even though we're eager and we want to be able to lay that person to rest... ...as quickly as we can, we've got to then be mindful of, yeah, things can happen. Doctors mm-hmm. can write really some silly things mm-hmm. on death certificates. And we've got one currently at the moment... Poor person was in. Uh, this man was in in an aged care facility, and the doctors put some stupid thing on as a as a cause of death, okay. which actually isn't a cause of death. It's just a. Um, uh, what would you call it? Um, what would you call it? It's not a. Oh, it's not a symptom, is it?
1: Um, no, it's like a. Is it like an? like an ante- an antecedent cause or something yeah, like that yeah 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 it's it's provoked it's it's something that has happened that has
0: yeah it's not your kidney it's not your it's not your heart and your lungs and all that that's failed <laughs> like that that should be your primary and this is like your secondary mm. cause that these things happened because of XYZ. It's
1: like when doctors put old age as a cause of
0: death. Yeah, well I mean who, who gives them the right to declare what's old and what's not? Exactly. You know, like person with seventy five, oh old age.
1: See, oh, I look old. at a seventy year old and oh
0: yeah young. They're not they they're not yeah. I, I reckon anything over really sort of eighty five, maybe, is I class that as old age. Old elderly.
1: Elderly. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So um, the gentleman that we've got in at the moment.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you were saying about before we got sidetracked.
0: Oh, really. <laughs> right.
1: About how um, his cause of death was not an actual cause of death.
0: Oh yes. Yes. Good. I, could, I couldn't plead that. Yes, you <laughs> yeah. do. Um, so
1: what might happen to him now? Yeah.
0: So he. Our uh, government medical officer, or it's basically a secondary GP, will contact the doctor um, and ask questions in regards to, well, why did you put that on your certificate mm-hmm. when there should be other things? Like, a person goes into an aged care centre, not just for the sake that they want to go into an aged care centre, there might be dementia, Alzheimer's, there might be, you know, stroke or heart issues or mobility. You know, there's got to be something more than just what they wrote. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, is something as silly as, you know, choked. Like you might as well just go well, choke. But you're in care. Like, so how, how does that? that how does that happen? You know. That type of um, what are you doing to your microphone? Sorry. <laughs>
1: there's <laughs> like there's like, a, there's, like, a a <laughs> like <laughs> there's like yeah. this little this little paper tag, right. this piece of right. elastic yes. on the
0: microphone. Yeah, so we we've we've done the prep of him today, mm-hmm. and we're just awaiting to see what the result is. Hopefully, he doesn't have to go to the coroners. And a lot yeah. of the time, they would do a scan to determine that. But you know by by next week, he could be starting to turn, um, and what he I mean by turn is he turn. starts to decompose more and more. Um, you know, and and look color, color of skin, um, the way the the body um, relates to certain things. Like there's a condition I call it plasticine disorder, but it's probably it'll have another medical name where you can actually press your finger, and it'll stay mm-hmm. in that person. How do you get rid of that? Well, normally you would use like warm water or something like that, and it'll le- at least ease it slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all part and parcel of what people have had in their life, you know. Uh, you know, medication, all those type of things will come into that. So. Mm-hmm science plays a real or well, chemical science plays a huge role they're great to help when people are alive but when they pass mm-hmm. can can play a big um you know well yeah a big big issue in regards to how the body reacts after that mm-hmm. um and bacteria is a big thing you know bacteria doesn't stop it'll it'll go oh well, no one's fighting us anymore we and can now – yeah, grow. we'll just yeah. grow and grow and grow. Um, and yeah, that's that's where certain colours and mm-hmm. smells and things like that will start to affect how our bodies are. Um,
1: so do you have a brief explanation of what some colours that we commonly see versus what they mean? Because I know – I've been told different things by different people in regards to some of the colours and I still don't know what. All I mean. right. Well, yeah. you,
0: tell, you tell me what you've been told and I'll tell you if you're correct. Green. Green.
1: Is releasing of tissue gas?
0: Uh, yeah. Sort of.
1: So what, what does green mean?
0: Green is... Because it's
1: always in the abdominal area.
0: Yeah. Green is bacteria. Mm-hmm. Green is you're going off. Mm. So if you go and put something in your fridge, or keep a loaf of bread out for a period of time, what color does it go? Goes green. Goes green. Mm-hmm. Gas, uh, tissue gas, and things like that. And it's not saying that there's not part of the gas part of that mm. because we you get people when their um, abdomen is very distended, and we've got to release the air um, so oh. that. But that all comes down to yeah, what's in their stomach and things like that too. So green to me. ...is that's turning. You're turning off. Like mm-hmm. your, your body is starting to... ...that bacteria has, has started to really start to affect mm. things. Um,
1: and there's always a real smell with green. Yeah, green. Green in my mind is synonymous with a not very nice smell.
0: No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see
1: green, I go, yeah. oh, that's yeah, not going to
0: no, be good. No, no, it's not good. And especially when you start moving them and things mm-hmm. like that... ...because if there is any gas in there... It, it's it, it it's like, out. think about this. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty graphic here, but um, imagine holding on to a flatulence,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, uh, um, a, uh, one of those, right? <laughs> yeah. Like for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like imagine you. Squeezing in your butt cheeks for imagine a day, like a day, right right. So just You're
1: on you're on a first date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: <laughs> you're you're holding that in. When you do release <laughs> that, mm-hmm. it's not gonna smell too good. No. Because all the bacteria that you have in your in your bowel and your stomach.
1: It's like satin fermented. <laughs>
0: it's yeah. Yeah. Um And so what was that? It was my chair. I'm thinking, oh.
1: It was my 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 shoe on the chair. You know.
0: Um, But, yeah, it's not going to smell pretty. So Mm. green green to me is bacteria that has now started to invade outside Mm -hmm. of where it should be. Yep. Um, And that could be a breakdown of a bowel wall. Could be, yeah... The internal um, breaking down from the acid of the stomach, mm-hmm. but that green can move. I've actually seen it go, keep going green up the body. When oh, I'm, when while I'm, you've been yeah, when I'm wow. When I'm, um, so yeah, green, green to me is that yeah they're mm. That's yeah we can treat we can treat some of that. Yep. Um, what's the other? What's the other? And there's different shades of green too. Mm-hmm. You know, the darker green, like the uh, emerald green.
1: I've not seen an emerald green. Uh, emerald green.
0: Before. Emerald green's like dark green. Like, I'm um, just trying to think if there's anything around here in the room. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, you've got your, your lighter green,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then there's that dark tinge, nearly to the point of like black.
1: Yeah, I've not seen that. I've only really mm-hmm. seen the lighter green. Yeah. Like the yeah. early stages.
0: So... Is that the same... Is that's it co- like red light, green light. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is like it the same green? Well, I know it's not the same green but is it the same cause? It's just further along in the process?
0: What are we talking about?
1: So the light green and the dark green, are they caused by the same thing? Oh, and yeah, It's just... Yeah. It's just it's give or take yeah, a week. it
0: means that it's more concentrated in, in time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: then you get the marbling of the skin. Yeah. The Which the ones that look like they've
1: um, been struck by lightning. Yeah, I have to say there are some parts of decomposition that are really. I mean, it's not nice. No, no. But some of it is really. It's like it's beautiful, if that makes sense. Like it's it's this it's this natural thing that happens, but the marbling is so interesting. It's so interesting.
0: Well. We were talking we – you were talking before about um, tissue gas and I'm just trying mm. to get the, the definite. You were right in regards to it's it's gangrene, right? Yeah. But that person would really need to be bad mm. like to, to, For it to be, be able dangerous. to build up that much. But mm-hmm. once again, um, yeah, so the gas gangrene is a severe form of gangrene caused by the bacterium um, – and yeah, that incurs where then then swelling and destruction of all the tissue, so things start to break down. Mm. Then they start to ferment, and yeah, go and put something in a bucket and leave it out in the sun for three days and see what it smells like after that. Um,
1: yeah, I'd recommend not doing that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but tissue gas, nice. um, you don't see a lot of it. Well, we don't at the moment, but touch wood. What's the bet? I put dollars down. <laughs> yeah. We next might, the next we person might. we're gonna get in. Um so yeah, different stages. And then yeah, so we were saying about the marbling of the skin. So mm. it looks like that. Um if you could picture all of your veins and arteries and all of that showing up just in on the on the skin, um that is once again, you know, uh, deterioration of your venous system. Um and that can have a lot to do with like uh, uh, like chemo drugs and ones are like steroid type drugs mm. too. Um, but then I've seen people too that have never really been on much medication in their life and have probably been the worst mm. out of all of them um, against ones that have had these um, uh, chemo drugs or or immune therapy or. ...even blood pressure tablets and things like that.
1: Do you know roughly how long into the decomposition process marbling occurs?
0: Oh, it can, it can nearly happen instantly. Mm. Yeah. So, um, well, that's my experience. There's probably people out there that could be in Burma saying, oh, that's a lot of crap. Um, in my experience of what I've physically seen, mm. um, it can happen, yeah, pretty much. It's just like rigor mortis. Mm. Um you know, someone could be only passed away for ten minutes and their arms are stiffening. Mm. Like it just depends on that that body. Um, and I think you've just got to look at it. Each case is different, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, it's like but it's not. Um, but marbling, yeah, marbling and things like that is, is. Um, you know, you don't tend to get it on... A lot of hands and things like that just tends to be on arms. Same as that plasticine Mm -hmm. type stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Faces can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which in one way, like if you prep the person and they're still... um, What do you call it? Supple? That's soft, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Soft and squishy. (laughs) Um, If you prep them early and you set their features... ...and then they turn that plasticine of condition that's perfect because mm-hmm. you know they're not gonna move <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean against someone that maybe maintains that softness mm. then you're having to deal with all sorts of things like hydration more than plasticine it, mm-hmm. yeah Plasticine will will pretty much stop most stuff um yeah mm. what other what other things of you
1: um Skin staining. Yep. When they go really red.
0: Yep. So what do you reckon that is? Um, Have a think about...
1: I feel like it might be um blood pooling.
0: Yeah. yeah. So if they've been laying on their side...
1: <laughs> we see it a lot on their backs.
0: Yeah, because they've been laying on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it'll be sort of like half body...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: ...white on the top and red down the bottom.
1: Sometimes there's a very distinct line. Oh, yeah. Like our, our gentleman, he's got a very distinct line.
0: Yeah. And then you get the ones where, you know, they've been laying on their ear... ...or yep. on the side of their face. Mm-hmm. Some of that you can massage out... ...and then some of it, if they've been laying on it for too long, you can't. Like it's... Mm. ...it's, yeah, like putting dye into something. It's going, you know, oh my God.
1: I remember I assisted with an embalming... A few months back, and the gentleman that we were embalming um, had been laying on his side, so one of his ears was really, really purple, really yep. purple, and the rest of his face um, was, well, one side of his face was purple, but specifically his ear. Cause yeah. that's the lowest point.
0: Ears, ears tend to be a big yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, um, and the rest of his face was just sort of his normal color, and when we were when we were doing the embalming. He already he already had a distinct difference, but there was mm. like a perfect line in between, and so pretty much from his temple to his ear, we couldn't get completely regular colored, yeah, but the rest of his face and his other ear was, so he had just one pretty bright purple <laughs> patch yeah, on the side yeah. of his head that we just couldn't get rid of
0: no it and and I think that and it depends on when you do it too. Like and how long, you know, they could have been laying at the coroners, they could have been laying in a hospital for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some families just don't get around to, you know, advising people quick because they're having to deal with their own loss. Um, with that. So yeah, embalming and things like that doesn't always it's a fifty fifty. So, yeah. Yeah, well, all all interesting um, – are <laughs> look at each other like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> everything's very, very interesting. You know, the sci- science is a really big thing. A lot of people think the human body is something that's really easy but it's not. No. You know, even just watching my kids going through their nursing training and stuff like that and looking at some of the anatomy and physiology, it's like – I thought I was pretty up with a lot of the stuff but all these little um, – uh arteries in the brain and you go, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And where they get the names from these things. Um,
1: <laughs> I just why does everything have to have such complicated names? No, I, was, arm, I was, arm leg. Um, <laughs> arm leg. <laughs> I green, broke my arm. Red. Yeah, red, than, uh no. yeah. I was looking at um I was looking at what the stages of decomp are called. I can't pronounce them.
0: <laughs> no, no. They're just all fresh.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: fresh, no, 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 bloated, <laughs> not so good. Um, soup,
1: <laughs> liquefied. Yeah, skeletal. Yeah. Even more. Mm.
0: yeah, it's 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 hard to describe to people out in in the podcast land because unless you've seen it, it's really hard to really declare exactly how it is. Because um, and it's
1: not like you could ever imagine no
0: no um is there anything else through through you know any other questions that you have or think you know we're talking about colors and um hmm. what do you reckon black means
1: been left in the toaster too long <laughs> <laughs> no, that yeah. was bad. I'm but, sorry. But
0: you can't scrape that off. No, 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 no. no. It's it's black. not hmm. like you can get the toast and go...
1: Are we talking internal or external?
0: external. Because I've seen... Well, it would probably be both if it, if it was black.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I've never...
0: Never seen that? No. Oh, jeez, you've got some learning to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... So what's that? Is that a mole? No.
1: You know what I have done, which is still mm. to this day, um, removed a blackhead. Wow. They and it was a big blackhead. Yeah. And they But you could dig
0: for days doing that.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. We dug. We yeah. dug and dug. <laughs> <So good talk.
0: laughs> um black black is like dead. Like, like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it sounds weird, but
1: No, 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 I know what you mean. Like when you get frostbite and your toes turn black and they That's fall. Black. Off. That's it. Yeah. Like
0: Get, like if you if you had the gangrene and so the maximum gangrene that you're ever gonna get is black. Mm-hmm. So it's gone. Yeah. There's, <laughs> um, no, there's no recovery. That. No recovery for that. Mm. Um the other thing that can happen too is skin starts to um be removed.
1: Like skin slip.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um we tend to find that now everyone's probably ooh but We tend to find with a lot of the elderly where they might have been on warfarin... ...or other Mm -hmm. blood thinning things and skin tends to go like paper thin. So Mm. you touch them. Um, Once again they don't have the body that's fighting for it anymore. And you might, you know, you just pick up a hand and a little bit of skin moves. Yeah. Um, That, yeah, you've got to be careful with that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Then that can lead to obviously... Um, you know, it, it, once that skin is broken, you've got to then maintain it. You've got to. You can't. Yeah, it, it's. It'll just keep coming off. Yeah. Um, so skin slip is very is is a very big thing, and it can happen to even the most meatiest people.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it, you it, don't just have to. No, frail. you don't have
0: to be frail. Um, you know, like I mean, even when it comes to face. You know, we, we try to hydrate skin as much as we can, but the skin's only going to take in what it needs. Mm-hmm. If it needs it, it'll take it. If they don't, it won't, or it'll just sit on top. Now, if you go and start rubbing that, like, hard,
1: you're going you're to end off. up,
0: like, taking eyebrows off and all sorts of things because that's the body. The body's going, well, you know, yes, I, am, I have been in a cool facility, mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop my body slowly decomposing... Um, ...because it's cold, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the only the only time that a body would completely stop is if it was snap frozen. Yep. Like you see the guys in, um, you know, Antarctica or whatever... ...where they have been, you know, uh, avalanches come... ...they've been smothered and they find them, you know, 300 years later. And they're in perfect condition. They're in perfect yeah. condition, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like snap beans. <laughs> It's like, how else do you describe it? Do you it? think yeah.
1: in that case they? So if they, do you think in that case they would break like glass? Um, like I'm not saying I don't. I don't think skin would just snap apart, but bones and such that that brittle after so long. Oh, minute, I so. I think I
0: think it would. Yeah, I think you would have to be very cautious what you did. Yeah, because it's. You know, you you see these guys or these fishermen where they'll be out to sea for a long period of time and they freeze the fish mm. and you know, if they yeah, like the tail will come off if you know, if they mistreat it or whatever, getting it out of the hole, you know. So yeah, I I reckon I reckon it's a possibility. Yeah. Um but then I think, well, how about the people that are getting cryogenic?
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Get him out, snap. <laughs> Whoa. oops, ah, yeah yeah, we've got a cream for that that Whatever. was
1: that was another question that I had um so from what I saw online um the the self digestion typically starts around that happens between twenty four and seventy two hours. Mm. What happens in the first half an hour sorry what happens in the first half an hour that warrants such urgency when it comes to putting them in the cryogenic pods because we were we were having a chat about this. I
0: think um, you don't want the you don't want the blood to clot, oh.
1: so they've got to be yep.
0: injected within. I think it was five or ten minutes after they pass. They yep. really need to, yeah just to, to stop the clots happening. But then I then I looked. Uh, I was watching a documentary once about cryogenics, and they said that they didn't do it like. I didn't do this injection. So I think it's trying to be able to hold them... ...so if in a hundred years' time they want to bring that person back... ...that all they have to do is jumpstart them, mm. so to speak. And then because imagine that, you know, coming back after a hundred years... ...and then having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> because, you, because you've had clots in your system. Yeah. So, um, Or there's got to be a way of being able to flush your blood like a dialysis maybe... Mm. Um, so I think maybe that's how these other these other uh, organisations are able to do that. Um, but yeah, you have to be you have to be injected. You have to be on ice by a certain period of time. Then you go into a um, yeah one of these pods with dry ice. Uh, it's a ve- it's a really cool process. Like when you see it, mm. and then. The, the ones that I've dealt with had to be shipped over to the US
1: mm.
0: and you just go well, what is there a plane just waiting like staff yeah. is like you know rather than come on wake up time to go
1: I wonder if we've got any do you know if we've got any facilities in Australia yet
0: I, I think there is the, the there is a cryogenics organization oh. um, but I don't think we yeah I don't think we hold.
1: Gotta be expensive.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean I mean Captain America was uh
1: That's true. <laughs> he
0: was you know, he was kept on ice.
1: If there was one celebrity who came out and said I'm being cryogenically frozen, who would you not be surprised it was?
0: Oh I don't know.
1: Mine's Donald Trump. Yeah. I reckon a hundred percent. You'd do it? Oh, absolutely, he'd do it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because by then the amount of time will have passed, so he can run for president. There again. you go
0: again. <laughs> I'm going for my second term. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. Mm. Um, you know, and like, why did Walt Disney and and all of that? Like, why why are they still on ice?
1: I have no idea did i did I tell you the thing about there was all these conspiracy theories about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen, mm. which has it been has it been confirmed that he was
0: yeah he's on he's on ice oh okay
1: there were all these theories whizzing around about or people people were looking up um stuff about good old Walt being cryogenically frozen, so they released the movie Frozen. <laughs> so that when you searched Walt Disney, yeah, it would cryogenically would frozen, frozen. It just came up with the Disney movie.
0: Yeah, that's pretty smart.
1: It is very smart. Yeah. If that's the reason they let did it, it go, I mean, look here's let the it thing. Go. Regardless, I'm not complaining. Great movie,
0: but yeah, yeah, you know, some of the parodies for that is quite funny.
1: So funny. Yeah. Have you seen um? Have you seen After Ever After? No. Oh, I'll have to show you it. It's yeah. so good. It's so funny. So, uh, keep, uh,
0: yeah, keep chatting. Keep chatting away. Keep chatting away. Going, chat, um, chat,
1: chat. Um. Next. What have we got next on... thing? Oh, I don't know. My, my brain's gone blank now.
0: Isn't that normal? Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Nothing in my brain to um, blank.
1: Um... All right. Liquidifying. How's how's that?
0: Like how, how, <laughs> do, how does the body <laughs> how, do, go how like does that? the body go like that? Um. That's that's like a complete breakdown of.
1: That happens more towards like the three to five month mark, doesn't it?
0: Uh yeah, but if you've got the right conditions, it can happen yeah, pretty early.
1: Yeah.
0: That wasn't me. By the way, whatever <laughs> that banging was there. Um, Lots of noises. Happening. Oh,
1: my goodness, I know. What are they doing? Mm,
0: lots of noises happening outside. All right. Well, look, I think, to be honest, we have covered uh, a little bit. Well, quite a bit. We yeah, have covered depending quite which a bit. Way. I mean, science. I mean, you could probably talk all day about it as well. Um,
1: I think we've covered the most interesting parts because after that, after all of that, it's just... It's skeleton, and I think everybody knows how that works.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm. How does that work? (laughs)
1: Mm. Well, Chris. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much. And uh, as she floats off. (laughs) Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next episode. Hope you've enjoyed. Bye.
1: Bye.